This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Football Odyssey, part of the Sports History Network. This is your host, Aaron Harris. On today's show, I welcome Tom Henschel, one of the three remaining members of the Never Miss a Super Bowl Club. In this episode, Tom tells me many of his fondest memories from his 55-year tradition, including how that tradition began, his favorite games, how the club formed, and much more. Since the podcast is currently audio only, I've attached a link to my Instagram in the description so that you can see the pictures and the memorabilia that Tom refers to in this episode. I hope you all enjoyed today's show, and as always, thank you for listening. Yeah, when I was a little baby, back where I was from in, the, in out north of Pittsburgh, fathers would always put a football in the baby's crib. You know. Yeah. That's me holding a football when I was five years old. Wow. <laughs> he got he got you on it early. Yeah, it was crazy. And when I was in, I played uh, so, uh, seventh, eighth, and ninth football. But when I got became a sophomore, I was. Uh, I was just too small, and uh, coach made me a manager. I was a ball boy, you know, water boy, whatever you want to call me, you know. Uh huh. I don't know if you can see the picture there. Yeah. What, posi- my, what position did you my, play? Well, when I was in seventh, eighth, ninth, I, I played. But when I got in, like I said, in high school, I was just too small, so I was a ball boy, just a uh, water boy, whatever. You know, traveling with the team anyway, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then um, <laughs> anyway. Um, and those are uh, drawings of Jack Lambert and Jack Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, uh, I got Lambert here with a signed, uh, and I got uh, Terry Bradshaw. Nice uh, signed uh, autograph here. With, and uh, did you get to meet either one of them? Oh yeah, I've met them both. I've met I've met a lot of ball players. What is what is Jack Lambert like in person? Oh man, he's really a nice guy. But I'll tell you, boy, when he was on the field, he was an animal. I'll tell you, just really unbelievable. He used to have with the uh, missing teeth. Yeah, he was. He was really cool. He didn't mind signing autographs and stuff like that. You know. Um, who was your Who was your favorite player from those dynasty days? Oh, Lambert, yeah. Yeah. But I, I liked Rocky Brower, you know, I liked I liked them all. Franco, gee, I I liked them all. I liked uh Swan Salworth, the whole nine yards. Jack Ham too. Uh, oh Jack Ham, oh yeah, he was great people. Do you remember yeah. do you remember watching the Immaculate Reception live? No, I didn't see it live, but I watched it on television. Boy, that was that was something. What did that mean for you at the time? Because if you're a Steeler fan your whole life, obviously you saw the team didn't really have a lot of success early on. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I was just, it was just, uh, I'm, this is my outside patio here. Nice. I'm, I'm bringing my book with all my tick stubs here. Uh, here's my first six ticket stubs right here. That, um, that ticket stub you have, the second one of Super Bowl Two. Yeah. I actually have a poster of that in my apartment hanging up. 
Is that right? I, I love I love that artwork. A lot of the artwork from yeah, the Super yeah, Bowls were beautiful. Beautiful artwork on that. You're right. And um, yeah, it was just fan. Uh, it's yeah, it was 1968 with uh, with uh, Green Bay and and the Raiders. Yeah. And, uh, the second, the third, and the fifth were all played in the Orange Bowl. In the Orange I Bowl? My, I took my dad to the fifth Super Bowl. And let me give you an example here. Number three, Baltimore's playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. And the Jets are 17-point underdog against Baltimore. Now, Baltimore is an NFC team here. Mm-hmm. And Super Bowl five are an AFC team, and they're playing the Cowboys. Because after three, you can see they're called the World Championship game. World Championship. Yeah. And then they only started calling Super Bowl after four. They needed three teams to come from the old NFC to join the young AFC to even out the teams, to even it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what three teams switched over? Baltimore, Pittsburgh. And uh, the Browns? The Browns, you got it. Yeah. Very few people can name that. And when you tell them about that, they say, gee, you got me on that, you know. But it's so simple because Baltimore, right away, I just gave you the, the thing when they. So anyway, I took my father to Super Bowl V for the first time. And uh, and and that was, uh, they had Johnny Unitas, Earl Merle, you know, they had a great, uh, and uh and they're playing the Cowboys in the Orange Bowl. Now, the first time I ever put a bet on the, the game, and I think I had like 150 bucks on. That was a lot of money back then, too. Who did you on, put it on? Uh, on Baltimore. Nice. He kicked a field goal late, late, late in the game, like 13 seconds left to beat the Cowboys. My dad, me and I, we were jumping up and down. I took up the state house right after the game. You know, back in the early days, the games were at 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 you know, very early. Yeah, you could have the rest of your night after the game. Yeah, right. Here's the rest of the uh, ticket. Here's my uh, seventh, eighth, and ninth. The first one, the Steelers were in, playing uh, Minnesota in uh, in, uh, in in New Orleans. Nice. Here's number 10, we'll beat the Cowboys in Super Bowl 10, 11, 12. Uh. And here's 13 and 14, very special. I had four tickets. I got married between 12, 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. My wife says, what's these tickets? I said, honey, I'm going to all these Super Bowls. And, uh, but she says, why do you get your tickets? I says, I lost my connections in Chicago. I says, but I said, remember, this is my thing and not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, well, let me write to the NFL. She wrote a, a little poem to me, and I thought, you can record this if you want. I have it recorded right now. Good. She says, uh, she wrote, I took a picture of me holding my 12 tickets in a little frame, and she sent to the NFL a, a poem. She said, Tom Hanson's my name, football's my game, 12 is in my frame, 13 is my aim. Sure enough. We get an invoice for four tickets. <laughs> three, three weeks later, I called mom and dad in Pittsburgh because we were living in Miami at the time. Okay. My wife and I. Well, you know, I just got married here. And uh, I'm living in Miami. And I called mom and dad. Dad's all excited. He says, 
I think the Steelers are great back in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they came, and sure enough, this was before the playoffs. Uh-huh. And uh, sure enough, the Cowboys playing the Steelers again in the same Orange Bowl. We <laughs> beat them in 13. It was all defense. And we beat them in 10, I mean, in the Orange Bowl. Here it is, three years later, back 13. We'll play, we Steelers are playing the Cowboys. It, that was an again. exciting game, too. Oh, yeah, very exciting. We get to the stadium, and they're on the 50-yard line. Oh, my goodness. We, we, I mean, my mom and dad, and here I am, my new wife, you know, and me, and we're just, that's probably my favorite game. I think for your father, too, like growing up as a Steeler fan and seeing that team really just have no oh, yeah. no success must have been really special. See, my dad loved football, so it instilled in me. He taught, my, my brother Jim was one year younger than me. He'd take us to high school games when we were like four or five years old. He bundles up. Mother says, it's snowing, it's raining. Dad says, they'll be okay. He'd bundle us up, take us to the game, you know? Yeah. So here we are. Uh, I get four tickets again to Super Bowl fourteen uh, in L.A. And the Steelers are playing in the Rose Bowl. We're playing the Rams when the L.A. was playing at, uh, at the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Coliseum. Coliseum. But it was very close. The Coliseum and the, and, and the Rose Bowl were very close. Yeah, you know? it's virtually a home game. It was actually like a home game for the Rams. Yeah. But I guarantee you, it's still the largest crowd that ever got to see a live Super Bowl. Over 104,000 was at that game. Wow. 104,000 in the Rose Bowl at this game. It's the lowest ending by ever tried. Uh, the... Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl was in the only one and only was at the new stadium in Dallas. Uh, what's the owner of the Cowboys? Uh, Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones tried to break this record, and he couldn't do it because uh, it was a couple whole sections that was dangerous. They couldn't even uh, the fans couldn't even sit in this one area. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard that. No, I never heard that story. Yeah, it was a couple sessions. It was uh, uh, was. Uh, they that, wouldn't let anybody in there because it was something, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't sturdy or whatever. They, anyway. That was the game with Pittsburgh against the Packers? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and uh, they didn't break that record. In fact, they didn't even come close to breaking the record with the fans. Hmm. And uh, but uh, So anyway, it was really exciting game also, 14. Did you ever get a chance to meet Pete Rozelle? No, you know what? I never have. And, and two of the other guys that's gone to every Super Bowl, they have met people. Uh, they, they have met this new uh, commissioner. Um, Roger Goodell? Roger, Roger Goodell. <laughs> I haven't, I've never met Roger, but my, my two, but I never met Pete Roselle, no. I think I that, never met any of the commissioners. You always what? I never met any of the commissioners. That I, yeah. I think he would have, I think he would have been a real interesting guy to meet. I do. I think so too. I know. Boy, if he could only, if they, if aliens knew and see my collection, I have every program also. Really? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I, I just keep on going here, and I, I this twenty was special because I, I had a lot of friends in Chicago. That's when the Bears beat up on New England in this game. Four to six they, defense. A simple twenty in New Orleans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, that was a great game. And then here's a couple holograms here. Uh, I don't know if you can. Yeah, anyway. 
But uh, this is a hologram here too with the American flag and the. Uh, I don't know. Can you see? Big yeah. Uh, which uh, for w which game was that one? That was uh, that was in New Orleans. Also, that was in uh, a simple. Uh, I want to say thirty-five. Let me see here. So, oh, is that Patriots Rams? Yeah. Uh, like after right after September eleventh. Yeah, I, I, it was two thousand two, February fifth yeah. of two thousand two. Um, yeah. It was, uh, anyway. Well, Oh gee, what happened here? Anyway, what was your uh, what was your favorite Super Bowl to go to? Well, I, I go back to thirteen and fourteen because I with my mom and dad and my wife. But uh, my brother Jim and I were at Super Bowl forty three here in Tampa mm. with uh, with uh, Harrison picking up that football. Yeah, the interception. Nine, nine yeah, I joke around. I always tell people I can run faster than Harrison, and to, I mean, so. Incredible about this right before halftime. If he gets tackled, if he gets pushed out of bounds or whatever, the, the halftime is over. Yeah. We don't even get a field goal out of it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he, it was just so fortunate. We kept knocking these guys out of the defenders off course, and he scores that. Then at the very end of the game, Benny hits Holmes in the very tip of, of the end zone. It was like tiptoes. He was inches from the, the corner of the end zone there. And the play before that was a wide-open catch that he dropped. or the, uh, yeah. I don't remember if he dropped it or if Ben overthrew it, but it would have been an easy touchdown. I I, no, I can't. But anyway, my brother and I were sitting right in that corner where Holmes catches that ball right there. On the oh, that's we gotta, that was special. Crazy. We yeah. were going crazy, honest to God. There was, did you ever see the uh, video of whenever James Harrison is running with the ball and Larry Fitzgerald's about to catch up to him, but someone on the Steelers' sideline is so excited that he's jumping up and down and he gets in front of Fitzgerald's way? No, I didn't. I don't remember that. I, I didn't see that. I can't remember that. Yeah, Fitzgerald would have had him, but uh, you know the people on the sidelines for the Steelers are like running down with him, and then yeah. he gets caught up in that mess and he doesn't catch up to him. Sometimes you need. Sometimes you need a little bit of fortune, right? Are you from up there or what? Where are you from? I'm from Ocala, Florida, originally, and I went to oh, okay. and I went to school in Tampa at the University of South Florida, and now oh, I live okay. now I live in Atlanta. I see. Yeah, but uh, you, you kind of always kind of had a throwing for the students or what? The first game I ever watched was with my uncle, and my uncle's from New York, but he became a Steeler fan I think in 1966, 68, somewhere okay. around there. And the first game I watched was the 2005 divisional game against Indianapolis when Jerome Bettis fumbled the ball oh, and okay. ben, ben made the tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you watch a game like that, I think you're you're in for the long oh, haul. Gee. And I've had I've been fortunate enough. I've had the chance to go to Pittsburgh to see a couple games too. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, it was it was amazing. Real friendly back there, you know. It's like uh, I love Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, it's just uh, anyway. I'm running out of space here, but these, they started uh, just scanning the tickets. They wouldn't take the bottom part, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, here, I got to get some a better, uh, and here, and uh, and then my last six games here, here, I'll, I'll go back to, first of all, fifth, uh, last year's ticket in Miami was right here. The tickets yesterday, where you had to, uh, uh, Monday, Sunday, uh, you had to uh, 
it was all digital. You had to use your phone. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. And they're going to send us the tickets, the real tickets. Oh, like in a week or two, I should be getting the real ticket. Yeah, you had to have it for the collection. Yeah, to have my collection. But this is last year. It was, it was uh, uh, 54, 53, 52. And here's uh, 51. Here's 50. And here's 49. Now, 50 was very special. You can see the price there, 2500 Roger Goodell's secretary calls me up. Mr. Henschel, it's such a pleasure talking to you. Ba, ba, ba. We got a surprise for you this year. We're going to give you two tickets on the 50-yard line. We're going to pay for your airfare. We're going to pay for your hotel. They put us in a retiree football right downtown San Francisco. And uh, they, uh, uh, they honored us uh, in front of the media uh, Saturday before the game. Gave us a real nice pl- uh, box with felt type with a nice big coin uh, to, uh, I wanted to say here, to, I, I, I have it back in Pittsburgh. I didn't bring it down here in Florida. I have a little cottage up in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I go up there every summer and fall. But it says, uh, thank you, Thomas Central, for attending all 50 Super Bowls. Blah, blah, blah. And my name is on the coin. Beautiful gold wow. coin. Really nice. With I'm back at the point has all the teams and and, uh, and scores of every Super Bowl. Really, oh, it's, that's a big coin. I didn't believe I, I I forgot to bring it with me because I had all kind of newspaper here. I had I had right here on this patio. I had uh, uh, NFL sports. Uh, you might go uh, bring it up. Uh, NFL. I mean CBS Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Network. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That uh, if you ever seen yeah. that, I might be able to send you the link. I got a couple of links I could send you. Yeah, definitely. We'll exchange emails after this. You're kind of okay. If you kind of you kind of like the links, uh, it uh, and it was on like three or four times, like Friday and Saturday. They had uh, me on the network, CBS. Then I get a call Saturday night. They said pregame. I might. Be, they might rerun it at pregame, but they only showed me at 4.35, they had my name and and uh, gone to every Super Bowl. And it was only about 18 seconds of what my brother said. I was already in the stadium, mm-hmm. and I just get to see it. But my brother said, hey, only cut about 18, 20 seconds. That's all I got uh, pregame on CBS Live, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> how did this whole tradition start? Like, how did you end up going to the first Super Bowl? Okay, uh, um, I got my first job when I left Pittsburgh was 1965. I moved to Chicago, and I, I, my first job was working as a gate agent for Eastern Airlines. Okay. I was, uh, and I, uh, I was with Eastern until they liquidated in 91. We were a big airline at one time. Oh, you could ask your... Your, your, your older family members, they would remember Eastern. I mean, it was a... Uh, right, there was like we, TWA. We, we, yeah, it was a big airline. We were bigger than TWA, uh, National, big, bigger than Pan. We flew everywhere. Our Scott, Eastern Airlines. Every city in the United States, we, we hit them all. And they, uh, Frank Borman, our astronaut, he, uh, he sold out to this uh, corporate raider in Dallas, Texas called Frank Lorenzo, mm-hmm. and he right away he sold out our system one, which our reservation department, 
And he it just went down to you. And they had a, a, a big fight with their unions. And, oh, man, it was just. But anyway, I saw him in working at Kate Asian. I meet these two guys on the bar right outside of O'Hara. And so you're a friendly guy. I'd like to be a part-time bartender for us. Well, when you're young, you do two jobs, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm bartending. And uh, I'm meeting all these ballplayers. Here in Hatchel, you could fly for nothing. I get two tickets. I, January 67. You could fly for nothing. And they were only $12. The first three were only $12. And I could fly for nothing. No so I, got to, I would go out to Coliseum for that first game with uh, Green Bay and uh, and Kansas City. I called a cousin. I'd never seen her before that game. I haven't seen her since. <laughs> uh, we went to the game. And then uh, I'm, I'm back to Chicago. I get tickets given me for a second game. A third game, Joe Namath. I had, he was a local legend back in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Even though he went to school in Alabama. But he, 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 he played in Beaver Falls. That's where he's from in Pennsylvania. I asked about eight players. I need tickets to this game. I need just one ticket. That's all I'm looking for. Can't help you. Man, nobody could help me. So I went down anyway to the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. Remember, I said second, third, and fifth were all in the Orange Bowl. So third game, I go down there. I picked up a ticket for $12 before game time. I get tickets to the fourth game and the fifth. That's when I took my dad to the fifth. The fourth game, I took a buddy of mine. The fourth game is in in New Orleans. First mm-hmm. time I've ever been in that city. You've been there? No, I haven't. Put it on your wish list. Best city for the a Super French, Bowl? The French Quarter, to me, I think the French, if I had my way, I'd have the I'd have the Super Bowl at New Orleans every year because it's all confined into the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, all those streets in that area. Uh-huh. You're seeing all the players. Anyway, after that four, third and fourth game, I said to myself, something special. I think I have something very special. So I continued. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to try and go every game. So on and off, I had I, I could get tickets. And in the earlier years, it wasn't that hard. To, I went to stadiums at least five or six times, I think, without tickets and be able to get a ticket, uh, you know, like three hours before game time. <laughs> It cost maybe over cost, maybe $25, $50 more money, you know. Yeah. And until I, I've been on, up, now I've been on the VIP list for the NFL for the last, I want to say 29, 30 years. They send me the invoice because they know about me. I've been wrote up in so much, you know, newspapers and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. So uh, I, uh, so that's my history, really. How, now, how, how did the club form? Well, in Super Bowl 17, my wife and I were standing in line in L.A. to see Johnny Carson's show. It was like he was a late-night talk show. Yeah. Oops. Two guys in front of me with their wives, they were talking about how many more games they could go to. I said, wait a minute, you guys have gone to every Super Bowl? They said, yeah. I said, well, I've gone to every game. And there for a while, I said, I thought I might be, I might be the only guy going to every game. And they're really nice fellas. One was Stan Woodiker from Denver, and the other was Don Christman from New England. But Don used to live in Denver, and uh, Don and Stan became very good friends. 
and they've gone to every Super Bowl. Well, Stan passed away during, oh, I want to say 12, 14 years ago, I'd say. But either way, while we were standing there, and we became friends, kind of like, we're going to call ourselves Never never Missed a Super Bowl Club. How's that song? (laughs) And Stan's the one that named it. And then a year later, we met this Larry from uh, San Francisco, Bob from Wisconsin, and uh, they've never missed every game, too. And then many years later, we we heard about these five guys from New York. And one guy, I guess, knew Pete Rozelle pretty well, and they got their tickets to the NFL office. Well, one of them passed away. One of them missed a game, couldn't, like, three years ago, I think he was too sick. And this year, another guy came down with the virus, and he couldn't go. So there's only two of those guys left. Larry, Stan, and Bob all passed away. And now it was only Dawn and me and these two guys from New York. However, four years ago, we meet this Gregory. Gregory is from uh, Lansing, Mission, and he claims he got he knew all these ballplayers and played for the Lions. And that's how he got his tickets. But the other day when the three of us were being interviewed, uh, I had all my ticket stubs and everything. And, and and we're being interviewed by many stations and stuff down on, on the uh, uh, the uh, Harbor Island. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for the first time, Gregory says, well, I, I don't have my first three tickets. Well, that doesn't mean he hasn't been to every game. But he claims he's gone to every Super Bowl. And I'm thinking, my wife is also, he, she said, he hesitated when he was asked that question about, have you really gone to every game? And one of the guys asked him. He kind of hesitated. And then I'm thinking, if he says he's gone to every Super Bowl, it could be true. But did he go to those World Championship games when it wasn't Super Bowl? Ah, uh, true. Yeah. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah. So... And he actually told me, and he told one of the uh, sports writers that was down there, I don't have my first three tickets, you know. Yeah. So it's, anyway, if that's the case, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm only one of five fans if, if he's going to every game, you know what I mean? Does it ever cross your mind, like, maybe if you had, like, if it's like Super Bowl two, you actually ran into these guys, like, in the lobby or something, or, like, at the stadium, like, maybe that you guys had actually met before? Yeah, I mean... That's because uh, it's, it's crazy to think about, you know? Like, obviously, when you're at a Super Bowl, you see a lot of faces, so you never know if you're going to remember one. Right. But then, you know, you could, like, theoretically bump shoulders into someone, and then, you know, 30... I know. Or, like, 15 years later, you run into them. I know. Um, yeah, I never thought of stuff like that, but anyway... Uh, Did you, you know, it's like... Um, I just know I have something very special with her, and uh, it's like... I, I have every program. Here's just for example. Here's all my programs here. I have programs. Wow. I was on that Visa commercial about ten years ago. I remember it. Uh, but it was us uh, four guys here. It's me here. This is uh, Don. I uh, know this is Bob and this is Larry. Big pass on. This is Don here. Who is the? Uh, wh- which one was the Packers fan? 
Uh, oh, the Packer fan was right here. Yeah, Bob. Big he, Parker fan, yeah. He passed away right before the uh, Packers beat the... Uh, right before the Dallas Cowboys. That's right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I remember that yeah. story, yeah. And here's Simple 50 uh, with just uh, Larry, me, and Don. We were guests of honor for... Here's it it a 50-year program, Super Bowl program on that. That's me holding my fifth... Uh, just 11 ticket stubs right here. Nice. And... Uh, did you ever, when you went to those first, you know, 10 Super Bowls, did you ever think it was going to become like such a huge event that it is now? Uh, so I kind of had a, in a way, I think I did have a kind of a, a, a gut feeling that I had something really special and it was going to be really big someday. Really big. That was my brother and I at the, uh, when we were at the Arizona, uh, um, that's my brother Jim and me here. Nice. When we were at the Arizona uh, Pittsburgh uh, 40, 43. My brother Jim passed away uh, about seven years ago. I'm sorry to hear he that. Was, he, he was a man. He was my best buddy. We were only one year apart. And we had, uh, he and I went to about, oh, about 27 games together. Super Bowls or just games? Super Bowl. Wow. Super Bowl games. Yeah. What was your – would you say that 13 was your favorite Steelers Super Bowl? Yeah, 13 was my, my yeah. big favorite. It was the first uh, program. They were $1. Yeah, that's – yeah, that's – I have a, a large poster of that. Super Bowl 2. Yeah. Super Bowl 3. Well, the first time I've ever seen Super Bowl in program was 3, but on the ticket stop, it, it didn't have Super Bowl. It had World, yeah. championship, game, world championship game. Did you did you think that Namath was going to pull off the upset? Oh no, nobody did. Nobody. No, no. I tell you, there was more Baltimore fans in the in the stands and the Jets and uh, boy, I tell you what, it uh, it was uh, boy. He in front of the media a couple of days before he he uh, said we're gonna we're gonna beat uh, we're gonna beat uh, Baltimore. That would fire up the other team, you know. Yeah. And uh, but uh, do you think do you think that was a greater upset than the Giants in New England when they were undefeated going into that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Jets was the biggest upset ever in uh, in, in 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 the fifty five years. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's it's crazy to imagine for me because the NFL has always had football under on its thumb. You know, I never. Uh, I've never really been able to see another league be able to compete with it, especially since my lifetime. There's been a lot of other leagues that have uh, collapsed within just a season, even. I'm not a New England fan because, uh, like I said, that Don Christman, he, 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 he and I always buck heads. Yeah. So, you know, I... You twist three, the knife a little bit? Yeah. Three years before, a lot of times, uh, before New England got their... Uh, after they had their third Super Bowl <clears throat> I was telling Don if you win next year and a year after that and a year after that you'll be tied with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we used to go had, uh, he hates the Steelers but I hate New England you know, so one of us hate Steelers but when we're together we hug each other and you know it's I get by yeah but uh, yeah he's <laughs> he's uh, he's a cracker I'll tell you what so so, like I said, I love New England. Uh, 
uh, Tampa game yesterday or uh, Sunday. But I don't like Brady, you know. I've, I, I, you know, I just, uh, hey, but you got to admit, he, he, he's something special, you know. He's yeah, generational. Really it was so great for the city. Oh my goodness! So, did you ever almost miss a Super Bowl? It was two times. The first one was in New Orleans, and uh, I uh, Super Bowl six. I'm uh, I'm waiting for uh, Saturday night. It's something I ate. I didn't feel right when I went to bed. But I woke up like 5, 6 in the morning, Super Bowl Sunday. And I, I barely got my clothes on. I got out on the street. And it's nothing. No cars, no nothing. And I'm on the street at all fours. I thought I was going to die. Honest to God. Wow. I couldn't breathe. A police car came around the corner. See, I was in distress. Picked me up, put me in this, helped me, put me, put me in the squad car. I passed out. I wake up in the emergency room of a hospital with IVs, oxygen. And uh, about nine o'clock, they wheeled me up to a room. And a, a, a sister, a Catholic nun came in. She asked if I needed anything. I remember telling her, sister, you don't understand. I have to go to Super Bowl today. She says, no, you're supposed to stay here for uh, uh, to, tomorrow under observation. There will be a lady coming up here to get your information. And she, she walked out of the room. I pulled out the IV, put out oxygen, <laughs> took out the back hell of that, that hospital, and waved down a cab, got back to the hotel, because I had a girlfriend from Miami flying over that morning who had come to my hotel around 11, 11.30, and we were going to go to the game because I had two tickets for Super Bowl VI. Uh-huh. So I had to get back. I never did tell her I had a problem because I was all juiced up. They had to have them off or whatever they had in me. I was feeling no pain. And and sure enough, I'm back in my room, took a shower, and next thing I know, she's, she's in, on the phone downstairs. What room? <laughs> I said, come on up, and we, we go and... And we headed to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Six. Wow! And we went, we went over, walked over to the stadium uh, to, uh, you know, it was. I think it was played in Tulane Stadium, mm-hmm. but it's still walking distance from where where my hotel was. Whatever. Who was the Who were the teams that were playing? That was Dallas and Miami Dolphins. Gotcha. And Dallas kicked the shit out of Miami in that game. She was a big Dolphin fan, and I mean, it didn't matter who won. But I, I guess I saw it with Miami. Because uh, I was still in Chicago at the time. And I, I uh, and then after the game, she went right back to the airport because she had to go to work Monday. And uh, and I, uh, I, the next day, I flew back to Chicago. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. That was the closest I ever came. And uh, it was one other time, the first or second Super Bowl, it was down here in Tampa. My wife and my brother Jim and I, we leave the house like four hours before game time because we didn't have tickets. Mm-hmm. And we go to the stadium, but we were at Tampa Stadium. And, I mean, the crowds were all over the place. I can't remember if it was abortion. My wife and I may be able to remember. Was the, uh, the first one here was uh, the Redskins and the, and the Raiders. 83. Yeah, I think that was the first one. And I, we, 
I got to the point where I'm waving a hundred dollar bill. I need a ticket. I need a ticket. And then I, I, I think I put 150 up. My brother says, Tom, if we just get one ticket, you go in and Reggie and I go to a bar and we'll watch it on TV or something. <laughs> we, I thought, sure, we could, even if we could get three singles, you know, we could sit different places in the stadium. Yeah. And I say about an hour and a half before game time, I think it cost me 150 bucks to a guy who was more important at getting that money than to go to the game to see the game. He probably didn't care about football anyway. Right. And boy, after that, boy, I made sure I was, I, I kept writing to the NFL, writing to him, writing to him. I said, you know, I got to get on your VIP list or something. And sooner or later they did, they, they got me on there. Do you know uh, who Jim Steeg is? Jim, yeah, Steeg's. Yeah, um, he used he used to plan the event for the Super Bowl. Right, I, I actually had the opportunity to interview him. Um, I met him one time. Really? Yeah, yeah. just support uh, me. I think it was like yeah. Yeah, I I got to interview him a couple months ago. And it's, <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it was it was fun. It's interesting hearing him because I think when he started in the NFL, he was like twenty five, twenty six. And yeah, he, was young. he was working for uh, Joe Robbie and the Dolphins when he first broke into the NFL. And he uh-huh. had, and I think after four years, they were given the keys to run the Super Bowl. They gave it to him and said, all right, yeah, do something. They like, gave him a powerful job. You're right. Yeah. Like, that's, that's incredible. In fact, I think that's who we had to write to in the beginning. How we had to, uh, we, uh, how we got on the list somehow. I think he got us, I, I, I'm not sure if it was him or some, I think it was him. Or it was one other guy that he works with or somebody. Jim Kensel, maybe? About the same job or something. That they put us on the list, you know? Yeah. Jim Stick, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What was? What do you think is the best Super Bowl play of all time? <laughs> oh, my. There's so many, so many good memories. There's so many great plays. Oh, boy. I, I love, by the way, the Giants beating New England twice. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that one catch for Giants, uh, he hit it on a helmet, remember? David uh, Tyree. Yeah, right. He hit, and he holds the ball with it hits his helmet. Yeah. He's holding it. And he pulls, you know, they tackle him, you know. And Eli, uh, Eli had to uh, work magic on his own because he was about to get sacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Boy. See, I have uh, a... I have a lot of family members uh, from New York, so most of them are Giants <laughs> oh, fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So watching, so I, I never typically root for the Giants because you know sometimes they can twist the knife themselves pretty good. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I think that game, most of America were uh, Giants fans. Yeah. Yeah. Gee. But it's watching the Super Bowl, like since I was a kid, you, you just see, cause I, I've heard you say in other interviews that it's bigger than the 4th of July or, uh, anything and it, like and that. And you're put together. Yeah. Did you ever see any of my, uh, oh, yeah. How do you hear about that? You know, I, that's, that was one of my sayings. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some videos that you did for like interviews. That, yeah. that must be one of the busiest times of the year for you, right? You just get media coming from all over the country. Oh yeah, like uh, gee whiz, I, I had I had all four stations uh, here uh, this past week, uh, last week. Channel uh, Bay News, Bay, Bay News Nine, uh, CBS local channel, uh, uh, thirteen uh, NBC and ABC. Oh, I had all, all of them here. 
and uh, they all did something locally, you know. What is your favorite uh, piece of Super Bowl memorabilia? I tell you what, I, I think my favorite piece is uh, being honored at Super Bowl Fifty. Uh, that coin. I could, uh, yeah, that coin and uh, in a nice box and had a key to it and everything. And uh, at the time, there was uh, there was some of those fans from New York. Uh, I mean, it's gone to every game. It was not grouper was uh, all together. I think there was there was three photographers, three sports writers. One owner, one groundskeeper. Have you heard about the groundskeeper? He's 91. Art McNally? His, isn't he? No, that's the referee. I, I know yeah, who. He, one groundskeeper. I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. They had a piece on him, uh, I know. He won, he won like, you know, he won an award not too long ago from the NFL. Right. Yeah. He's from Kansas City. And the only owner that's, uh, as, you know, a lot of teams have, have sold to other families. You right. Know, a lot of, yeah, and so the only owner left is Norma Hunt. Her husband mm-hmm. was Lamar mm-hmm. Hunt. I have pictures of, of me with uh, uh, me and my wife and uh, Norma Hunt. Yeah, she she got wow. the award also. She was introduced the same time we were wow. to get this uh, coin and everything in this box. Yeah, and uh, and then it was just. Uh, and the rest were just fans, just uh, us fans that was left. I think there was uh, four, five, six, seven. There must have been about nine fans. And and since then, it's been passing on, I'll tell you what. Gee, I'll be 80 years old uh, next month. Congratulations. I'm, I'm sure how, thanks. I'm trying to make 90 or 60 symbols. I told my wife, I don't think I could handle more five more years. <laughs> I mean, the really. Bowl, I the mean, Super Bowl needs you there. Next year it's in L.A. and it's so spread out in L.A. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's L.A. Uh, I did a couple uh, internships out there when I was in college, and you're right, it's just so spread out. Like That's probably one place you do really need a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you definitely need a car. You know, I'm gonna, you know last year in Miami, I, I drove over. But, uh, so I had a car rear, but I rented a house and that cost me like almost, uh, I, I had the whole week, almost 2000. I had one of those Airbnb or whatever they call that. BB, uh, mm-hmm. VRBO. So I got pretty close to the stadium. It wasn't bad. And I had my, uh, my one sister and her husband stayed down there, party with me <laughs> and a buddy of mine, one of my buddies I fell around with. He, he was down there with me. So four of us battled around in Miami all week. But we all had four-bedroom house. It was really nice, big house. Nice. Well, I, I paid the whole thing, you know, 2000, you know, it was like, or 18, 1850, something like that. If they had a, if the Super Bowl was ever played in Vegas, would you go? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love Vegas. When I was in Chicago with the airlines, I used to go out at least twice a year. You know, really? Fly out there. Because I'm a gambler. I like to, you know, uh, yeah. I like to do a little crafts and a little blackjack, and I, I like to bet. You know, uh, I love I love Vegas. When actually, my parents when uh, I was born in '94, and the '90s was when they were kind of creating like the family environment, trying to revamp okay. it. And we yeah. w- we would go, and I would go in the arcade in the pool. 
You know, my, oh, yeah. my parents would take turns. Like one would be in the casino. The other one would be watching me and my sister. Oh, Those are beautiful funny. memories. Yeah. You're, pretty cool. you're a pretty cool guy. I'll tell you what, I'm glad to talk to you. Yeah, you're a cool, you're a cool guy too. So just, uh, just uh, one question left and then uh, you've given me plenty of time and I appreciate it. Um, if you could go back and relive one Super Bowl, what would it be? I go back to, I think it was 14. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it was more exciting, I think, than Super Bowl 13 because we're playing the Rams in LA. In LA. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Rams were ahead uh, going into the fourth quarter against the Steelers. And I'm with my uh, mom and dad and my wife, and we're just, and there's 104,000 in the stadium. And I guarantee you, there are probably just many Steelers fans there was. Uh, Rams fans, even though it was in LA, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Steelers fans followed big time. Yeah, Cowboys wonderfully well. Big. Yeah, Packer fans are big. I mean, they diehards. I mean, big. You know, they fought. They're all over the country. You know. Yeah. Cowboys, uh, 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 Packers, and, and Steelers, I think, have more fans around the country than any ten teams put together. Really, I mean, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's it's eight fall all over, you know. It's like, but uh, that game, oh my goodness, it was just uh, you were on the edge of your seat, really, almost the whole game. It was, it was crazy game. If I had to go back, that was a good memory. And they were they were underdogs too in that one, pretty big. Yeah, 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 it was like, uh, no, no, the Rams were. Yeah, yeah, Rams were underdog, right? By uh, oh boy, I can't remember. I know on the, I know on Super Bowl thirteen still was her favorite. I only by four points I think it was. Uh, that was the that's the game where Rocky Blyer had that crazy catch where he had to like reach up really high. Yeah. Touchdown, yeah. Well you love football too, don't you? I love it. I spend so much time watching on uh like I go on YouTube and I watch a lot of the old games. Yeah. And I watch a lot of uh the old NFL films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually just interviewed uh, one of the former directors. He was one of the first 10 employees hired by Ed Sable. Really? Yeah. And he, oh, my gosh. That's the name of the past. So many men. Yeah, that's – yeah, it's – Yeah, yeah he, he, he and his uh, son, uh, they started at NFL Films. You know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, – and, boy, uh, in fact, I don't know if you know this, but the first Super Bowl – Two different networks did that game. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had to re-kick it because one of them and, and they retaped over their. It wasn't important. Yeah, <laughs> retaped over their. And the only films was because the NFL films had had bits and pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, like to reconstruct it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true because the film was more important, and they had retaped over it. You know. Yeah. Both channels, you ABC and Can you imagine Can you imagine just being the network executive just thinking this game is going to go nowhere, it's going to be canceled exactly. in like 5 years, just get rid of it, yeah. And a lot of people don't a lot of fans don't realize that first Super Bowl was so unimportant. In the end zones were almost empty. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it was like uh they say they could have sold 25, 30,000 more tickets if every if it was a bit more important, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they had like about 20, at least 25,000 open seats at that game. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, uh, it's come a long I, way. Yeah. 
And you've seen all you've seen it from the very beginning. You were there at the grassroots. That's, I was there, buddy. I that's there, what makes buddy. it special. See.